to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we come at you every day right here on KKNW 1150 AM. And our show is about helping people live life full out. Our vision is to create positive change in the world, one listener at a time. And so we are so thrilled to connect you with some of the planet's most preeminent visionary change makers, best-selling authors, motivational speakers, leading-edge scientists, futurists, environmentalists, educators, inventors, filmmakers, you name it, we've got it. And today is, again, another day that we connect you with some of the coolest people on the planet. And so each and every day, there's something that we can learn from one another to help us create the change that we want to see in the world. And so right out of the gate, we're going to start with a conversation about, you know, I'm from Jersey, so I've had conversations about this before. But we're going to have a conversation about trash. And we're going it, to, it's really trash talk. Uh, joining us here what today. What type of trash? Trash, you know. Trash, like trash? trash? Yeah. Like, like garbage. Garbage trash. Well, and, you know, actually our guests today okay. are going to be able to tell us more about All that. All right. Because they are the experts. Uh-huh. Lillian and Dave Brummett joining us here today. They've been writing professionally since 1999. Uh, and they've got a book out called Trash Talk. We're going to be talking about that Love today. That. Don't you do? Love it. Isn't it cool? It's fantastic. Well, I grew up in Jersey where we had one of the first recycle campaigns in the country. No kidding. No, we did. Wow. Jersey. And as Didn't a matter of fact, that. yeah. And as a matter of fact, a lot of other communities, you know, just kind of copied it. Took ideas. Mm-hmm. But we had the purple paper eater. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to sit in it? The purple paper eater. Yeah. And do you know that I, I managed a group of people that um, originated that uh, character? No kidding. I'll tell you, I've huh. been doing trash for a long time. The purple paper eater. Eater. Purple paper I, I got to slow down when you I sit on my club, cool? and then I have to hit my uh, delete button over here. <laughs> exactly. Well, Dave and Lillian joining us here today were honored for outstanding use of various media and ongoing outreach to work, uh, you know, as a way to reduce waste in our environment. And so we're here to talk with them today because we see the changes around us. We see what's happening. We see the grocery stores no, no longer using plastic. You know, we see people. People no longer looking at plastic bottles in the same way they did. They think before they actually buy bottled water. So they're joining us here today to have a conversation about their work and much more. I want to thank you both for joining us. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thanks, Pat. Uh, thrilled to be here. Nice well, sunny day. Well, you also host an online radio show. Uh, it's a talk show called Conscious Discussions, right? That's right. That's right. It's an hour-long show that airs every Tuesday and Thursday, ten o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And so, you know, what, what when you decided to take this message out into radio as well, you know, what is it about your work 
And let me let me back up for a minute. I just gave a brief description of what your passion is. But here's the question I want to ask you. And I ask this to this question everyone. You know, you've done so many things to help us in terms of awareness and take action around the environment and environmental issues. But what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that each of you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? I think the very first thing that we had to overcome was the self-confidence that uh, we as individuals uh, had the, um, the power to make a difference. And once Dave and I realized that what we, our message was in our various writings, we wrote article, we write articles and, and books and, you know, we have the radio show and we do various other, uh, you know, poetry and various other aspects of in the writing world. And um, we wanted to, to, to really make a difference and help individuals realize that they too can have the power to make a difference in the world and, and lead a more proactive life in making, you know, a real difference for themselves, their family, their community, but also across the globe as well. Because, you know, when you start with yourself, it's a ripple effect and it affects the whole world after that. And we wanted to, to uh, make that the focus of our career, the focus of every of every aspect that we wrote, every piece, every article that we write is, is in that with that focus in mind. And, and so we started out with that goal ourselves, just, just uh, trying to uh, find value and purpose in our own life and, and following our own passions, which we were practicing, you know, on an individual scale here at home uh, and in our own businesses. And then we carried that message out. And to find that that message was impacting so many families and uh, individual businesses that were contacting us and thanking us for this message and telling us how their kids were getting involved in all of that. It made us more and more energized. And so we just kept branching out and doing more and more. And here we are. We have the three books out. We have our radio show. And, again, that, that Trash Talk column, uh, which our book is based on, uh, that column ran from 1999 until early 2007. We've uh, since moved on to other things, so we no longer write that column. But it continues to be picked up uh, in, on an international scale. And, uh, you know, publications are, are using those articles and spreading that word. So it's such a, um, it's just an incredible uh, thing for us to experience, to have that kind of effect in the world. There is no, there's no word that can describe that feeling. Well, and, you know, you are also, I mentioned Trash Talk, but also uh, there are the books Towards Understanding and Purple Snowflake as well. Uh, that you have put out. And um, so, you know, when we look at the work that you do, uh, it is about carrying messages forward. And that's such an important part of the change that we're creating today. I, I wanted to ask you this question. You know, when I say uh, if, uh, this, when I say there are many shades of green, what does that mean to you? That means to me that there are many different uh, uh, aspects that an individual can look at as far as what they can do in their own lives to make a difference. They can also, it can also uh, mean uh, on a manufacturer, you know, a product scale, uh, how green is that item. It can be uh, green on, on varying levels. So I think we could look at that term in, in a couple of different ways. You know, I love, I love the, the book Trash Talk. And the reason I love it is you have you have more statistics in here than I even thought were available or possible. <laughs> I mean, and so, you know, this is not just a, the sideline for you. This is something that you do to provide people with information that will help them create the change in, in their lives. What do you think right now is the most significant area that we need to take action in? 
I would say, uh, Pat, it's probably the, the, the personal uh, garbage that we each put out oh. as, a, as a personal jet stream. Uh, everyone has so much that they put out and, and keep putting out every day on a daily basis. We have to look at that and how to decrease that pretty much instantly to make a difference. And it's not hard to do. You just look at um, the packaging you buy, uh, containers uh, that the, uh, products come in. The packaging can really differ nowadays. Uh, some manufacturers have really gotten on the reuse and the recycling bandwagon. Most of the packaging nowadays is pretty good. Uh, there's some out there, I won't name any uh, manufacturers, but we just avoid those. And mm-hmm. by doing that, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's our voice and our way of, of, of having the power of telling those manufacturers they can't keep making that packaging and we won't buy it. We won't put up with it. Absolutely. You know, it's so important for the individual to realize the power of the consumer voice. And, you know, there's new legislature uh, coming up all the time that's helping communities deal with manufacturers, helping, uh, you know, working in partnership with manufacturers, uh, helping them to realize the recycling ability that they can do in-house, and also uh, helping them um, uh, start up programs, you know, accepting the used packaging or or perhaps taking the product back that they produce once it's reached the end of life, such as televisions and so forth. You know, it's not necessarily... um, you know, the individual can really make a difference, uh, not just in their own homes and their businesses, but by by uh, using their consumer voice, which is really um, where we're spending our, our money, where we're deciding to spend our money. Uh, that has such a powerful effect across the globe, and that's such an important thing to do. But as Dave said, you know, uh, starting in your own backyard, starting in your own home, in your own office, you know, if we, if we recycle to the a full extent that we have as individuals here in North America and in the UK, we can we can reduce the amount that we're personally sending to the landfill by 30%. We can further reduce that by another 30% if we take on composting aspects of, of reuse. And that's before we even get into, you know, reuse, refuse, and reduce the other R's of waste management, which should be considered before we send that item to the, uh, to the landfill. And so, you know, when we look at all of this, because I love, I, you know, I went through the article, I went through the book, uh, Trash Talk, that you, you, you both have uh, issued. And there are simple things in here that everybody can be made mindful of. And, you know, I love the examples you use. For example, the zipper lock, the sandwich bags, the freezer bags. And, you know, this is something that, you know, I intuitively have done for years. And that is, especially, uh, you know, if you're not putting something in there that's absolutely you can't salvage the bag but we can rewash those bags that's right we can reuse those bags yeah yeah there's times when i've had a sandwich bag it's, it's usually pretty good but sometimes there'll be a small hole in it it's no good for food anymore and it might be uh, a little bit dirty from certain uses i'll use it outside in the shop for small tools and parts and things like that to keep things separated in a in a small capacity rather than having a large plastic container that with only a few nuts and bolts and i can squish it down to the actual size of what's in that package roll it up and it's a perfect separation means for me in my shop mm-hmm. and you can also cut open those bags as well you know a larger bag like a bulk food bag you know from the vegetable department or something like that yes you can cut that open and lay it over top of your uh your uh, your tray of, of seedlings and you have a little mini greenhouse there that that helps them that helps them grow and so you've reused that one more time and it can be used in so many different ways that as you saw in our book there we, de- we devoted a whole chapter just to bags and uh, you know, it can be used as a drop cloth for craft supplies, you know, all kinds of things. So we just need to look at how we can reuse that item before we even consider sending it into the recycling or the waste stream. 
Well, you know, let's take a short break. We've got lots to talk about. I love the book. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think for those of you that want to find out more, we're going to give you the website. It's not just a book where you're thinking about, you know, saving the earth. Of course, that is first and foremost in my mind. But you will talk about this when we come back from break. How can you save yourself some change and sometimes some big change in your own personal pocketbook? Let's take a short break. When we come back, Lillian and Dave Rummett joining us here today. We've got Greg Braden today. And boy, we've got a show coming up after this uh, segment that you are going to want to listen to. We'll be right back. The Dr. Pat Show team is bowling for the animals at the Posado Safe Haven 3rd Annual Dog Bowl on April 6th at Kenmore Lanes. You can help us raise money for the animals by sponsoring our team. No donation is too small. Go to thedrpatshow.com and look for Monkey on the homepage. Charity Navigator, America's premier independent evaluator of charities, gives Posados their highest rating. Go to thedrpatshow.com to find out more about Posado Safe Haven and how to help us help the animals. Are you tired of treating your animal companions with toxic drugs? Do chronic, degenerative, or disabling conditions affect your horse's or pet's quality of life? Quantum Healing, created by Dr. Susan Seeley, with over 25 years as a veterinarian and 40 in the equestrian field, brings hope of true health and healing for your pet or equine companion. Visit QuantumVet.com. Learn how Quantum Healing can benefit your animal companion. That's QuantumVet.com. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. For years, I was searching for a church that spoke about God in ways that made sense to me, in ways that recognized my struggles in life and then helped me find solutions. I found that church. It's the Center for Spiritual Living, a wonderful community that is helping me build a better life and a better world. Each Sunday, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires me to create a world that works not only for me, but for everyone. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the Five Extraordinary People 2008 Lecture Series. Join us for the fourth and fifth events with John Holland on April 9th and Ayanla Van Zandt on May 20th, all right here in Seattle at Benaroyal Hall. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
it goes I'm a failure, yeah maybe so I just live my life, now you call it a trend But I'ma stay this way to the very end White trash, let me the life for me White trash, let's all Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. You know, this book is probably going to be the handiest thing you could possibly have in front of you. And I'm talking about, you know, the book Trash Talk. And the reason that I'm talking about it, because it is a guide to saving time and money through better uh, waste and resource management. Dave and Lillian Brummett are joining me here today. They are the authors. We're going to tell you how you can get a copy of it. And, you know, when we're talking about about going green as we do on this show and as especially as we do through our green blog you know many of the things we talk about is look if you're not wanting to help the earth out then help yourself out and look at the ways you could do it now what Lillian uh, has done what they have done in putting this book together they have not only given you some I got to tell you, Dave and Lillian are giving you some data that has just blown me away. And so, you know, starting out of the gate, they they tease us a little bit, Benny. I think you'll like this. They tease us with this statistic. North Americans account for only 8% of the world's population, yet we produce 50% of the world's garbage and consume more than 33% of its resources. Production processes in our society result in 94% of the materials extracted turned into waste before we even see the product. Man, that's like the first, that's not even in the main thing of the book here. So thank you both for joining us here today. You know, when you were writing this book, there's a lot of information in here. What did you discover in writing it that kind of blew you away? I mean, you know things needed to be changed. But is there, are there any things that you discovered that you were like, oh, I can't believe it? And also, let's give out your website so folks know how to get a copy of the book. Okay, great. Um well, first, our, our, I'll do the, first, the website first, and um, they can find us at myspace.com forward slash Canadian author, or they can go to sunshinecable.com forward slash, followed by the symbol tilde. And for those of you who don't know what the symbol tilde is, that's on the left-hand side of your keyboard underneath the escape key. It looks like a squiggly line there. That's a tilde. So at sunshinecable.com forward slash, followed by that symbol tilde, and the word Drummit, D-R-U-M-I-T. And that's where they can find us there. And they'll find links to uh, all of our books, book excerpts, interviews that Dave and I have done with other people or uh, articles that we've written. There's uh, resources there. All kinds of information is there for them for, for free to access. And you know what? You could also go to the drpatshow.com because we've got uh, links on our website that'll take you right to their website so you can learn a lot more about who they are and what they're doing. You know, so Dave and Lillian, look it. Here's the question. You wrote a comprehensive book. It is probably one of the most comprehensive books uh, on what I call environmental nurturing that I have found in a long time. And I've got to ask you, were there any surprises uh, probably every day, actually. <laughs> you know, there were, you know, we've been involved in, in, in uh, the environmental movement uh, since we were, you know, old enough to, to participate. And our families were, were very active with gardening and composting and reusing and, and so forth. And so we came from very conscious uh, living uh, backgrounds. 
And so, uh, you know, but, but every day when we got involved in, in writing the, the column, Trash Talk, we were involved with uh, individuals that, were, that are experts in the field. And so we would ask them questions. Readers would send us questions. And so we'd interact with our contacts and, you know, do research on the Internet and reading books and stuff. And I got to tell you, there is so much out there to learn. And every day we're still learning stuff, uh, the as- you know, various aspects uh, that one doesn't really um, uh, understand by looking at the surface. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and by delving in deeper, we can find out so much more. It's, it's just a, an incredible university out there, no matter what subject you delve into. But in, in waste management, it's a, it's a university out there for sure. Uh, you know, so, I wanted to. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I wanted to touch on what you were talking about okay. earlier about mm-hmm. about saving money mm-hmm. and and the bag chapter there. That first chapter there, we say that if uh, peop- if individuals were to just do that one chapter, it would pay for the book in, in just a very, very short time. So, you know, you can, you can very easily save money from, uh, from on, a, on a home scale, on uh, reusing various, very small things around your home on, on a daily basis. But if you're in a business, you know, a larger business, it, it applies there as well. And businesses are really t- embracing this now like no other time. And, for instance, uh, you can look at Bell South uh, Telecommunications. Right. They decided to print their consumer bills double-sided, and by doing that, they reduced their paper by 1.2 million pounds. Wow. And, and, you know, that reduced a lot of cost in paper costs, but also in postage costs, which saved them over $530,000 that year. So Xerox also uh, introduced uh, reusable containers and pallets, and by doing that, they saved $15 million and 10,000 tons of waste annually. So we're looking at not just uh, on an individual scale, but also on a, on a larger scale, business scale. It saves money. Well, you know, and one of the things I want to talk to you about, and people ask me, you know, look at why did you get involved in the whole green movement? You didn't have to do that. You have a hit radio show. You're doing something to inspire people. What was it about the whole green thing that, you know, you, you spent money, you built a website, you're getting involved in it. And, you know, I said, well, the reason I got involved in it is because I got tired of my own ignorance. And what I mean by that is I am the person that went around and I and I went and I approached experts in this field and I said, I don't understand why the top of a plastic bottle doesn't get recycled with the bottle. And you would be blown away by the answers that I got. But the bottom line is, you know, that is something that may seem insignificant. Very few people know that. And so here we are in a world where we're drinking millions and millions of bottles of plastic water uh, every year. And we don't understand the fundamental reason why some of that is recyclable and the other is not. And so for me, I come from and I represent the grassroots people. I represent, you know, somebody that grew up in Jersey. We were forced into uh, waste management and recycle because you understand what the Jersey coastline was like, right? Mm -hmm. Are you both familiar with the, the deal over there in Jersey and New York? pictures and films of it, lots of garbage and right. notes and stuff. Right, yeah. I, I, I venture to say if they didn't do what they did decades ago, I don't know that would there would be a New York or New Jersey. It was so awful. But this is really an invitation for people to get in the game at whatever level that they want. I mean, isn't this what Trash Talk is about? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you make a really good point about the types of plastics that are recyclable, the things that are recyclable. You know what, 10, 10, 12 years ago, the only thing that was really recyclable was your returnable bottles and maybe some glass and maybe some newspapers. So, you know, look at how it's grown now. We're we're looking at at types of plastic from, uh, you know, right up to type 7, I believe, Mm -hmm. is uh, recycled now, uh, commonly recycled in in most communities. And, you know, it's a really, it's a huge and growing uh, uh, technology field. The thing is, is that like with all new industries and new technologies, there's always wrinkles. They always have to find ways of, of uh, making this, uh, this system run efficiently so that it's cost effective and, uh, and, and pays for the jobs that are, uh, are needed to, do, you know, the employment hours that are needed to run the system and so forth. So it takes a while before they work out those, those wrinkles. But as we've seen over the last decade, I mean, look how much that system has grown. So what you and I can do as individuals and you and I can do uh, behind our desks and, and within our businesses is to make sure that we're, we're taking full advantage of every piece of recyclable item and making sure that it hits, goes back into that system. And, and what we're doing by by participating in this way is we're showing them that we support what they're doing and that means their systems can grow they can expand and they and they have the incentive to to uh include other materials as as interest grows within the population well i have to tell you the book trash talk this is a must for everyone out there that has shed a tear about the devastation and what we're doing to the earth you have written this book so that and and trust me this i i have looked at a lot of different things as a matter of fact i did one of the first interviews uh years ago with anita roddick when she put her book out about water and so this book is a book you can give to your parents you can give to your children i mean and you you have written it in a way that you know anyone that can read can understand you have to feel uh enormous joy from doing this project Actually, Pat, yeah, it's been a it's been a really great experience. Uh, you know, whether we didn't even make a dime off the book, just to have it out there and have people reading it would would make it all worthwhile. And to know people like yourself are enjoying it and getting lots out of it, it's that's our dream come true. You know, well, it's, it's great to feel that. So, well, we're going to uh, put a link right on our homepage, so right. that folks can go from our homepage. We get two hundred and fifty thousand page views a day. We're going to put a link on there so that they can look at it. And as a matter of fact you know, have a clip from this interview. What is your personal message for everyone out there today? Uh, I'd like to say a uh, quote from uh, an article that I wrote, uh, we wrote a while ago uh, to sort of uh, put it in perspective as to why um, this is all so important. Um, so I'll just start reading it. Uh, Picture yourself walking alone across a flat plain of endless white sand. It is unbelievably pristine and beautiful. But wait, trailing behind you is a jet stream of all the waste you have generated in your lifetime. Mm. All the diapers, food, cans, wrappers, furniture, clothing, paper, and plastics that you ever threw away, all of it. This includes the hidden waste that you rarely see, the packaging from appliances and electronics, restaurant waste, cardboard boxes that most consumer items are shipped in, the plastics that new cars arrive sheathed in. You don't see this, but your, your personal jet stream is surprisingly large when put into this perspective. The smell is huge with all the organic matter fermenting away. Now add all the collective jet streams of everyone on the planet. So... We can see that if this jet stream could follow you around like a pile of laundry, uh, you would see what you've been doing all your life, and maybe it's time to to start right now and and change your jet stream. Well, I'm right there with you. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Much success, and for all of us here at the Dr. Pat Show, thank you so much, very deeply, for doing what you do. Thanks for having us, Pat. It's been great. 
All right, everyone, don't touch that dial. We have got coming up for you a fabulous, fabulous show, conversation with someone that you're going to want to know more about. Dr. John Izzo joining us here today, and we are going to be talking about the five things you must discover before you die. We'll be right back.